0: This whole thing came up about keeping your clients' brands fresh in the eyes of the media, even if there's no launches or no specific news. Um, this concept kind of came up twice for me once, um, like in the last week. So, once in a pitch meeting for a company that said their old PR firm kept asking them for pitch angles. So, the PR firm was asking the client to come up with the pitch angles. And I was like, what? (laughs) That's their job. Like, what are you even talking about? And they said, yeah, we kind of thought so. We thought it should be their job, but they were asking, I mean, I guess we can ask our clients, you know, what launches do you have? What other initiatives are you working on? Um, We have an idea around this holiday. Can you tell me a little bit more around, um, maybe it's Mother's Day and the founder is a mom. Let's talk about that. Um, But they said, no. They said, okay, what else do you want us to pitch? So that was a little frustrating. And obviously, we need to come up with those ideas. That's our job as the comms pros and creative storytellers. Um, And another way that it came up was that we were initially hired by a client for launches. And as we successfully launched several products for them, they wanted to convert to an an always-on strategy. So essentially not just launch focus. I mean, we were still p- being paid on retainer, but the pitch is all centered around new product launches. Um, when we pivoted to an always-on approach, which means we're going back to their core collection of products and pitching them you know, whenever there's something that's an opportunity or things are a little slow. Um, but I wanted to give you some strategies today to really keep your pitches fresh, um, even if there's no news. So, Part of the magic of PR is the excitement. Like you get to help your clients, you get to help brands launch new products. When we are involved with product launches, we get to create a lot of excitement around a specific time and a specific initiative. And, you know, we get to kind of support their growth along the way and we're using interesting stories and angles or launches or initiatives they're working on in order to keep them relevant all the time. But what happens if there is no news for them to pitch? It is up to us, it's up to us as PR PR, comms pros, it's up to you to keep pitching and keep a brand interesting, fresh and relevant even when there's nothing new happening. And I wanted to cover some important strategies to help you keep pitching, to stay excited and engaged um, and, you know, be really pumped to continue working with a brand when there's nothing newsworthy happening and feel comfortable, feel like excited at the end of the month to share results, um, you know, that you're keeping momentum going even during downtimes and you're earning that retainer because if you are going to be on retainer, and not engage just for projects around launches. Um, there has to be a consistent flow. And and I know it ebbs and flows. And that's okay too. But showing that creative thinking. And finding ways to align and be strategic. Um, to get them in conversations the media are having. That's going to keep you you know, locked and loaded. Beyond a six month retainer. They're going to say well we can't. You know, let them go because it's constant press and like we're everywhere. Just to give context, I personally represent brands with physical products. So, one strategy that we focus on is the brand's hero products. And a hero product is a bestseller that really performs well or is beloved by the brand. It takes center stage. It could be the thing that if you mention the brand, Somebody will say, oh, you mean the one that does this? Um, It's a bestseller. Maybe it always sells out. Um, If your client could sell one product, it would be this hero product, okay? So it should be something that they are known for or consistently sold out of, like a cult product. That's like the cosmetics word for these products that everybody has to have. It's like beauty blender, the sponges, right? They try, you know, they have a whole line of products, but when you hear Beauty Blender, you don't think about their foundations. You know, you think about the little pink sponge. That's the hero product. So if a product is sold out, that's newsworthy. That in and of of itself makes something cool. Um, I would fashion a pitch around that in terms of a huge waiting list. Um, You know, obviously don't, make that up and sold out could be supply chain, supply chain issues. That could be the case too. Right. But you can leverage that into a story. Like I have a client right now that has their hero product sold out. So we are creating a story around the product that's sold out twice. And many people are on the waiting list and, uh, you know, the celebrities that are using it that are known for beauty and skincare and, you know, having gorgeous skin. So there's a story there. The right outlets that we'll pitch it to, will pick it up. So that will make something really cool. And these hero products, and it could be a whole collection. It could be something like that whole collection that they're known for. That can be something you go to, to pitch during kind of dead times of year. So can you take an, int- uh, an existing product um, or even a service. So if you're a service provider, I hope that you're taking what I'm saying and sort of adapting it to fit the work that you do. So come up with a fresh way for people to use it. I have mentioned before the, uh, way that we were able to take a hair care, very high end hair care company that their hair, uh, hero product was a, a mask in a tub like this, like a thick hair mask. And it was out on the market for two and a half years, So it's not new. So in order to make it newsworthy, we talked about like rehydrating your hair. So summer months was like swimming in the ocean or swimming in a pool and the chlorine or the salt water really dries out your hair. So you need a deep penetrating hair mask. And in order to do that, you would take a little scoop, put it on a plate, pop it in the microwave for 30 seconds or whatever we said, and now it's warm, so it'll penetrate even deeper and make your hair softer and more moisturized. We have talked about putting your hair up for half an hour, like putting it in a shower cap. That angle garnered so much press for a product that had just sat, you know, on the market for two and a half years. So, How can you retool it? Um, Highlight some of the benefits of the product or ingredients maybe that have never been featured. Um, Maybe there's something about the ingredients, like they are truly certified, USDA certified organic, um, or there's a specific ingredient that could be something in the way it performs. It could be the craftsmanship, some way that you are positioning it as remarkable as compared to the competitors right so hero products will also offer you the opportunity to pitch based on consumer confidence so if a product is a bestseller or a cult favorite so there's you know some product that um, your clients are known for you know like an eyeshadow or whatever that um, becomes the thing uh, like think about anyone who knows Charlotte Tilbury pillow talk right? Pillow Talk was a, a lipstick color and it was so ridiculously popular they grew it into an entire collection and it's eyeshadow and <laughs> it's lip gloss, lip liners. Um, it's, a, it's now a color so they have it for cheek and you can play that best selling aspect up in your pitches and make people feel confident about covering that item and purchasing that item. So you know, Sometimes our clients will tell us things and we're like, that's not actually newsworthy. But if they mention something like, oh, blah, 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 sold out again, hero product, waiting list, cult favorite, like, you know, headline grabbing. And that type of copy will convert really well to click throughs and purchasing decisions. Um, So if your clients on you know, Nordstrom, Target, um, Amazon, Amazon's the number one for the affiliate opportunities. If your client is on these sites with good reviews, like solid reviews, and it's a reasonable price point, that's like cult favorite. Like if you think it's sold out and it happens to be available on a site, you're like, oh oh my God, like I just, I I got it. Oh my God, I got to get it. Because like, what if it sells out again? Right? Boom. So... That will move the needle, um, and you know it's it's very beneficial to the media outlet as well. So, but always be truthful. Don't make that up if it's not true. Okay. Number two, share the founder story. Um, this is a good idea if the founder of a brand is interested in getting featured as an expert, so they can start to become a known authority in their space. So like my client, for example, is the founder of a natural skincare company and she happens to be an MD and she's extremely smart and she's very committed to clean beauty and products that are also luxurious and perform. So we're able to pitch her as the founder. She's been running this company for a decade and adding new products to it and their process and their... um, you know their process for developing something new and the iterations it goes through before it's actually on the line, all the way down to the packaging. The packaging has to be post-consumer and also recyclable. This founder is awesome to talk to. She's got a great personality, and you know we're always talking about her in the context of she was like a, a, a very legit MD and um, has a great story about why she created the line and. It gives this brand so much credibility, and she's an authority in the natural beauty space. And that also helps to create consumer trust for the claims that we're making about the products. Obviously, they don't claim anything that they can't claim. But in terms of what they can say, how it performs, um, the ingredients, the fact that 99% of the ingredients are USDA-certified organic um, how they stack up against the competitors that are also making similar claims. She has a way that she can share that expertise. So you can pitch different story ideas around topics that will um, demonstrate her their expertise and get them in on the conversation that they want to be known for. So work with your client. Um, okay, number three, create business profiles on the brand. So see if your client is interested in getting brand profiles, not just on the products, but on the founder, the founder's lessons, their journey to create this business. What is the business doing? Maybe there's a give back component that has really um, been successful. It's a great story there. So anything around a give back or the founder's journey. Especially if there are lessons learned or adversity overcome. So, in this case of creating business profiles on the brand, when you're shifting from their typical type of publication, like consumer publications or like parenting, lifestyle, beauty publications, wellness, to business focused outlets on entrepreneurship, this is where you highlight the founder and the business instead of the products, but you also Need to be ready and you should have these things in advance, or at least the agreement from the client. They're willing to talk about it. But typically, something around metrics, revenue, growth, stuff like that is going to come up. It's going to come up. Like, don't expect to get into Forbes if you are pre revenue. Your client's not going to get these business driven stories unless they're willing to share some sort of a metric on like audience. Growth or uh, revenue growth, or you know, something percentage of growth over the year, you know, that's going to come up. So, if your client's like, mm, We're a public, we're, a pu- we're not a public company, so we don't need to talk about those things, then you need to say, Well, then I can't probably secure you press because it's going to come up, and I can't go to that length and then know that I can't give any metrics because it's going to kill the relationship. Okay. Um, strategy four create data-driven stories. So does your client have surveys or case studies that are packed with data? Or have they done their own research? Or is there some recent independent research study that was done that your client can align with or be somehow related to? So research and statistics are a great way to land press, especially if you can package it in a way that communicates the data and tells a story where your client can have a voice in that story or be um, something that aligns with the findings of that story, you know, makes sense. So. if there's some kind of data, um, independent third-party studies are the most compelling. But if you your client has surveys, case studies, some sort of transformation, uh, or multiple transformations that they can use to, you know, align with like a statistic, something data-driven, that is a great thing to work on as a filler story during your slow period. And we typically find that a client does need to be willing to interview in order to supplement a story like that. Um, So keep that in mind. And you can't pitch data that isn't ironclad. Like your your writer is staking their reputation on your word. And so you have to come with research. When people say research, like I, I researched, you know, Google searching something and just reporting on the top three things you find is not research. That's not research. That's like internet searching. Research is like independent with quality controls and control groups and vetted and peer reviewed. Like, is there research like that that you can point to? Because that will really give you so much strength. Um, media loves to report that. And then maybe there's like a big study that came out over the new, you know, in the news, like, um, you know, children's attention spans have decreased from an average of 10 seconds to now an average of four seconds and technology is to blame. Okay. Maybe your client has a product that limits screen time or your client has a product that is so exciting and compelling. It gets kids off of screen time. Um, you know, or you, you know, do something where you're doing nature tours or family travel in nature, like device is not allowed, you know, it's like more than ever, you know, based on the study, children need to be out in nature and here's how they can do it, you know, something along those lines. So, um, make sure the data is supported and, um, you know, don't ever like fake anything because that's huge, right? Big, big no, no. Strategy number five, is dig into what is trending currently. So we will typically call this newsjacking, which means using current events and news stories to promote something in a particular way. So if it aligns, right? Um, Never tap into a tragedy a negative news story, something where it is a tragic situation, um, people dying, um, violence, don't tap into that and newsjack to align your brand with that story. So that's obviously newsjacking in the worst way possible, you know, not a good look. So never newsjack on a tragedy unless your client is like a psychologist that can offer coping strategies and even then tread lightly right but you know never do that super super in poor taste so we um, you can approach this in a few ways so when news breaks reporters and analysts will often look for experts to comment on the story you can pitch your client as an expert source to speak on a topic and be quoted in the story you could also focus on how your clients brand ethics their products, the founder story, all of the stuff that makes uh, the brand what it is, how that aligns with what's happening that is current in the news. Like An example is uh, global warming and all of these sustainability angles that you can uh, tap into around um, cleaner packaging. Again, packaging is made from post-consumer waste. If it is compostable, that's not the same as recyclable. Compostable is totally different. Stuff like that um, is relevant. Um, the other thing you can do to kind of stay on top of this is set up a Google alert on your phone, your laptop, um, and listen to daily podcast news podcasts and sign up for industry newsletters to stay up to date on what is happening particularly in your niche. Um, And then also there's a ton of viral content happening on TikTok, particularly TikTok, um, less so Instagram and Twitter, but it happens there too. So it's important to know what's trending and see if it's relevant. So this is important for a lot of different niches, like for beauty brands, there's like this no makeup makeup or the clean girl look um, new highlighting and contour strategies. Again, you guys, makeup is my niche. So these are the things we go to. Um, so can you tap into that somehow? Um, another example of this with like newsjacking is, um, again, my niche baby and kids products. And with all the stress in the news, there's like a movement towards, um, gentle parenting, um we've also seen a lot of cool viral viral bento boxes like lunches that are in little tins that are divided and if you can take a social media trend and make your clients relevant to what is happening with that trend and pitch a compelling story you're going to potentially land some great press that happens very quickly and something that we already know that that angle has some kind of viral component to it. So probably it'll happen quickly and there will be some traction quickly. So these are these like pounce on them moments. Um, sometimes you're up all night because you get that idea and you know you have to be in an editor's inbox in the morning. You know, it's about getting, um, seizing the moment, let's just say newsjacking, seizing the moment, coming up with these great ideas so that you can align your clients with these discussions. Then strategy six, this is basics, you guys. It's just don't forget about the, them. Go back to the basics and focus on seasons. So this is where you formulate your seasonal pitches. This is the foundation that we talk about inside the pitch lab. Very, very simple, but like we take a layered approach to building your press plan and pitching starts with what's set in stone, like holidays. And then seasonal trends and themes. We know that on a 12 month cycle, media is talking about similar things at similar times, plus holidays that never move. Will your client be focusing on back to school marketing? What about summer travel or anything that's around like a Valentine's Day date idea? These things, they're going to come up during set times. And we know that. And then it's obviously about backing into the timing for a long and short lead, which we give you all of that inside the pitch lab and our execution plans. But now is the time to really hone in on what applies most to your client with the dates that are already set in stone. And that's the best way to plan ahead and get creative. So There are more kind of obvious holidays of the year, like Christmas, New Year's, Hanukkah, um, just sort of December in general is like holiday season, Kwanzaa, um, and other big holidays like, you know, Mother's Day, um, Father's Day, all of those things that are Easter, um, you know, set in stone on the calendar. But there's also a really um, creative way to tap into the small tailored holidays throughout the year. like the range kind of of more serious ones like International Women's Day, but then also the funny ones like National Donut Day or National Lipstick Day or National Like Love Your Dog Day, you know, stuff like that that is great for pitches and um, really cool social media content. Um, and like I was saying, inside the Pitch Lab, we create these monthly execution plans that are so comprehensive our members will have the entire month laid out in front of them and what topics they should be pitching for short lead and long lead outlets. We give them pitch themes and pitch angles. We give them all the upcoming holidays. And we also give editorial calendars of different publications and what they are working on in specific issues, short term and long, short lead and long lead. And they end up being, the last one was like 57 pages. And it's beautiful. It's not like 57 pages of just text and you're gonna lose your mind. It's really well-designed, so you know exactly where to find everything. This one, I wrote like a, a little uh, productivity story, like a tip around um, productivity that I've been implementing in my own life and sort of made it like a story. Um, but lots of good stuff in there. And um, that's just for the members of the, of the Pitch Lab community, these execution plans alone are worth the price of the membership. What they include are calendars with month-long observances, big holidays, smaller holidays, plus famous birthdays of note, which is kind of fun. And they're full of resources and tips and really um, up-to-date, strategic editorial calendar pitch angles to help you plan out your strategy. And we also have a component where we're for, we're focused on diversity and inclusion. So, you know, um, they're awesome. Like, so proud. So, so good. And, um, you know, I know that this topic today where I shared six strategies on keeping your pitches fresh. One, focus on the brand's hero products. Two, share the founder story. Three, um, create business profiles on the brand. Four, um create data-driven stories, five, dig into what's currently trending, and six, go with the seasons, you know, back to the basics, layer in your strategy. That, um, you know, helps you to create and strategize pitches, Um, and that's what we are getting inside the pitch lab. It's not just the ideas like that. It is like actually building out the approach, um, the angle, the approach, the idea, um, so if you're in a rut with a client, you're kind of struggling. You should join the Pitch Lab. It's awesome. It's very, very good. We created this as an absolute no-brainer, no-brainer investment in yourself and your business. It's like 97 bucks a month, and you can cancel anytime. Um, and if you get in there, and, and there's an entire, I did tell you, there's an entire foundation that is a step-by-step PR program. You can. Go through it as a refresher. You can train your team with it. It is so deep and it is so high level. Beginners will become masters and if you've been doing PR for years and years, I promise you, you will learn something in there. I learn stuff all the time and I'll be like, oh yeah, what did we say about that? Oh, that's really good. And half the time I'll text my team, that was really good, Like that was really good. So um, I'm always worried about like making it the best and delivering value. And every time I record, I'm like, that was so good. Like people are going to love this. So, um that's inside there too, plus master classes and a community and a monthly coaching call. And it's 97 bucks a month, you guys. So, check it out. It's well worth it and you don't have to commit. There's no fee to join other than your monthly payment. And it's really awesome. Thank you for being here. If you have any aha's, takeaways, anything you want to share with us, post in the Uh, Profitable PR Pros group. If you love the podcast, rate us, all that good stuff. Thank you for being here. Have a great rest of the week and take care of yourselves. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. If you're ready to up-level your pitching skills so that you can provide stellar services to your clients, you should think about joining the Pitch Lab. Check out the link in the episode description to learn more. So the Pitch Lab is this awesome, incredible monthly membership experience where you will get the proven formula for crafting PR pitches that actually convert and get tons of strategic, timely pitch angles so you never run out of pitch ideas again. Oh, and you also get access to incredible monthly execution plans that save you hours of time and include irresistible pitch angles that the media cannot ignore. With relevant and timely strategies and topics for PR coverage during current events, holidays, monthly awareness observances, say that fast three times, seasonal events, and more. You'll be able to create PR content that makes your clients stand out, even if you are new to PR. So check out the link in this episode's description to learn more. And as always, be sure to tune in to next week for another incredible episode packed with the insights you need to become a pitching powerhouse.